Hello. Welcome to KHDX FM, Conway, Arkansas, 93.1. This is Nestor and Noah Tackle the Big Issues. Here we go. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mom is yelling no And her dad is told to go But a friend is Okay, we're back. Welcome to 93.1 KHDXFM. And this is uh, Nestor Ruiz. And I'm Noah Wilbanks. And you're listening to Nestor and Noah Take on the Big Issues. All right. Sorry that intro, buddy. I had a little trouble the first time. <laughs> Come on, man. Why is it not working? I'll figure it out. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> Oh, I hope nobody's listening right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Heck. We got a great show for you guys today. No matter how hard they try, they can't stop us now. We got kinkies up on the Sorry about that trouble starting again. Seems to be a theme on this show. <laughs> so, uh, what do we have today? We have um, an assortment of issues. Like, for example, coronavirus again. Yep, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And in fact, what's today? The 10th? The 10th. The 10th's in four days? Actually, no, it's the 9th. It's the 9th. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, it is the 9th. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Um, but this time, be careful who you kiss. Because they might have coronavirus. Yep. 
All right, what's the uh, what's the news on that right now? Let's see, let's see. Well, the doctor who sounded the alarm on coronavirus is uh, dead, I believe, from coronavirus. From the coronavirus. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because um, that sounds a little uh, suspiciones, if you know what I mean. I mean, it could be suspicious. Like, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if something else had happened, but yeah. also he was a doctor was, working on patients with yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. There's dangers that okay. come with that. So but it, with what we talked about way. last week, you know, possibly... Yeah. A certain smudging of the news. Yeah, could we have occurred. actually we actually reported that uh, there was a case in Little Rock, and we did see that on the news. So uh, yeah, <laughs> said that we kind of misinformed y'all. Sorry but, about uh, that. that. That wasn't true. Apparently, um, they they got tested for it. Yeah, yeah, but there have been like a bunch of U.S. deaths so far. But I anyway. also think it's funny that the day after that episode came out, I think Hendrix sent out an email saying. Something along the lines of uh, don't spread misinformation about the coronavirus. Something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know if that was directed at us, but I guess fan mail. In um, any case, our bad. So there's total confirmed infections rose to 37,198, according to China's National Health Commission. Uh, there are 89 deaths and 2,656 new cases were recording were recorded. Sorry, within 24 hours. So. I'd say that compared to last week, there were, what, 14,000? Yeah. I think it's going up pretty fast. Um, well, I actually uh, saw something about a uh, leak from the Chinese tech company uh, Tencent. What's that? That might... Uh, it's a Chinese tech, tech company. company. Okay, Tencent, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, that, yeah. <laughs> the, they, there was a leak that uh, may imply that there are actually 100,000 okay, or but more this is not infected. Factual, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there was a leak. And right. so it's possible that the numbers are actually much, much higher, I mean, but also we're no experts. So, uh, but we would know if it w made it outside Wuhan. and like. Well, it's already made it outside Wuhan. Well, no, how many of the U.S. I'm just already? saying, uh, I mean, there are eight last week. I'm not sure yeah. how many there are. Then, but like, the they had the first US couple of deaths outside of the, yeah. there's an American in China that died. Yeah. Um, but I figure if, oh, it, well. if it's a hundred thousand, it's like really spreading. We'll know sooner or later, but yeah. I guess the, if that's true, they're doing a good job covering it up. Cause I think we I did have no see idea. something on, uh, China's now, uh, locking people inside their homes, uh, to stop the spread of the infection. Inside the home? Inside, inside their, their homes? homes? Yeah. Like quarantining How them can they do that? Home. Oh, well, and they there did was a video actually of an official talking to a family and telling them that they were going to put a padlock on their door and they could not leave. Bruh. That's hardcore. Yeah. And the family said something along the lines of, uh, or we're asking, like, what if there's an emergency where we have to get out? Like, you're locking us inside. What if there's a yeah, fire? Yeah, coronavirus is an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sure, official <laughs> told them that they just got to be careful not to start a fire. <laughs> yeah. How reassuring. It's kind of messed up. <laughs> if you ask me, I, I mean, what do many, I know? But that sounds pretty messed up. <laughs> I mean, we don't know much. But how many people are uh, on that cruise ship that they... Have kept like in okay, the water that for is horrible that that had happened. <laughs> but like you've got to admit, there's there's a, a certain amount of absurdity in that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It really, <laughs> I, I like it it's horrible fake. that it happened. But like, yeah, I thought I, I didn't really realize it was real for a second. I thought it was a meme. They kept them on the boat, man. Yeah, <laughs> they're on the boat as we speak, right? <laughs> this isn't the type of corona they were expecting on their cruise. <laughs> Where the limes at, man? Um, what, right. Hold on, they're bringing in the sticks. We're good. Uh, our bad. Very, very sorry for those people who are stuck on that cruise ship. Yep. But you know, it's you gotta recognize the absurdity in that. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what we're here, we're here for, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right, what we got next on the 
the Sunday Digest. Forgot to introduce this segment. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure as many of you know, the impeachment was going on. Trump was getting impeached. Oh, and I, didn't, now, I didn't know. You didn't know? Mm-mm. Oh, it was like in a lot of like news things, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only at ESPN. Ah, uh, that, that makes sense. But like, yeah, Trump got acquitted, which... Which a lot of oh, people are acting surprised about. Wait, so and like the he, Republican sh- Senate, right? The yeah, Republican owned Senate acquitted, acquitted the a Republican, Republican president. president. Right, exactly. Okay. Like that's insane. I was not surprised. The thing I was surprised was that uh, Mitt Romney actually <laughs> voted uh, against acquitting. I haven't heard that name in so long. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. But what, what? He's against acquitting. Yeah, yeah. He voted against. He voted to convict Trump. Do you know like how many people voted? Like him, like against Trump. Well, he's the only um, ever person <laughs> in history to vote against, to vote to convict uh, the president of their party oh, really? during an impeachment. Yeah, that's the first time that's no happened. No way. Yeah. That's pretty so awesome. Thought, that really surprised me. Um, but I wasn't surprised that he got uh, acquitted. Like, it's a Republican controlled Senate, he's a Republican president. All the signs are pointing to <laughs> they weren't going to, they, they were going to acquit him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people were like freaking out over the witness thing, but like that that was gonna happen. That's just the um, standard procedure at this point. I'm disappointed, but that's my opinion. Something something about K H D X not having an opinion, yada yada yada. You know the drill. <laughs> well, hey, so we were a little late today, Nestor. What what happened? We were locked out again. Well Is that right? Yeah, we were locked out again and also we just have a habit of being chronically late to things. Facts. Yeah, we yeah, got here. At one, thanks to PSA. I went to the doctor the other day, and he said, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with you except for the fact that you're you're sick of uh, <laughs> of being on time. Like, like you, you don't do that right." And I'm like, "Yeah." So you, you got any medication for that? <laughs> um, effort. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've motivation. Motivation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Responsibility. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, thanks to PSA for letting us in today, so we can do this amazing show. Um, P-Safe is once again going above and beyond their pay grade to do what they need to for, for yeah. <laughs> Hendrix students. We really, um, really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, what ne- what's next on our Sunday Digest array of news? Oh, um, I believe Bernie won the Iowa caucus. Oh, did they They're, finally decide who d- who won? I believe so. Last I checked, this is unofficial. Bernie won. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. That's pretty crazy. I wasn't expecting Kind of expected, not really. I, I don't know what my opinion was on that, but it was surprising. So, was Bernie your personal vote? Um, if you still had a choice, a little, I mean, yeah, I think so. A little uneducated on the on the subject. I don't really like Yang that much. I just feel like we need. He seems kind of goofy, man. A little bit. I don't know. Like universal basic income, cool idea, but what about like some social programs? You know. Uh, a wider safety net instead. We can do stuff like that too. Yeah, it doesn't have. What, what's his. Explain the universal. Oh, everyone gets like a couple thou. <laughs> <laughs> He's just throwing a couple thou to everybody? Yeah. That, that, that's to 300 it. million people? Yeah. Okay, I bet. This is pretty cool. That makes sense. I, I like that idea. But Bernie won, so they took a while to count the votes. We don't know why. Maybe they're just shocked. No, actually. Right here, with 99% of the precincts reporting, it's 26.2% with Pete Buttigieg, and 26.1% with Bernie Sanders. He's actually second. Wow. So, new development, <laughs> or actually, a much, just more updated development. Yeah. Recent it looks like 
Pete Buttigieg won, but very, very narrowly. We'll we'll just see how that turns out. What, do you think Pete Buttigieg could possibly be, be president in 2020? He's a very uh, bright guy, obviously, and I like him a lot. But uh, personally, I just feel like I'd prefer someone with more experience mm. in government. And he like, has zero. Well, no, no, no. He's a mayor of uh, town in Iowa. Okay. And, You'd like to uh, see him maybe try, like, Senate or something. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But I do like him a lot, and I could see him as a future president, perhaps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it, like, do you think, how controversial would it be if we had, like, not controversial, but what do you think it'd be, like, a thing if we had uh, a gay president before we had a woman president? Well, I don't really see question. why it would matter. Exactly. Like, who are we, we to be the judge? Who are we? That was horrible. Judge? I'm okay. sorry. Um, <laughs> Just a audience like that. Honestly, right? I don't think it matters, and I'm sure there's some people who would be mad about that. But uh, I feel like at this we're in, way past. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's possible that he could become president, and I think uh, it wouldn't be a big issue. It wouldn't be, yeah. or as big an issue as it would have been. Wouldn't be a big enough an issue for us to cover it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big week in sports, I believe. Yeah, I guess right after our last show, the Super Bowl was on, and the Kansas City Chiefs came back from a 10-point deficit in the fourth quarter uh, to win 31-20 to against the San Francisco 49ers. Nestor paid me 50 bucks because he lost um, the bet. <laughs> and um, I actually didn't realize I had lost until after Noah had asked for the money. Yeah, Nestor I didn't know what was game. going on. He wasn't watching the game. He watched a halftime show, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Very fun. Uh, who was it again? It uh, was uh, Shakira and J-Lo. J-Lo. Wow, what a... What a duo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Iconic duo. Anyway, and then um, recently there has been a new football league called the XFL that had its debut yesterday, debut slate of games. Yeah, I heard from about that. From their eight that. teams that they have, and um, it went pretty well. As far as I know, they changed up some rules. They have, like, a new kickoff um, to ensure player safety, but it's, like, a much better version than the NFL's. Mm-hmm. Now, and, one uh, thing I heard was that the show, part of its uh, goal was to be sort of an apolitical um, NFL, kind of. Isn't it? Isn't Vince McMahon from the WWE, doesn't he own XFL? I think that's yeah, like, I true. So, yeah. Is he like a conservative guy or anti-politics? I don't know. I mean, WWE is a pretty diverse, like, has a pretty diverse fan base. So Yeah. What? Well, I don't know. It might I'm not educated enough on the issue to just speak say about it. Just, it but... just go. Just rant, man. Just rant? Mm-hmm. On something I don't know about? Yeah. Well, I guess that is the American way. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I do think maybe it's something uh, like uh, a conservative uh, reaction against some of uh, what the players of the uh, NFL, mm-hmm. like, have been saying, like, personally, as mm-hmm. their opinion. And the NFL's kind of odd handling of the Yeah, and so I believe maybe... Uh, Maybe they're uh, just wanting to avoid that sort of conversation um, with stricter penalties on, you know, stuff like that. People coming out. But yeah, I'm speaking it'll be in a lot of before... generic terms because I don't know what I'm talking about, but I still think my <laughs> opinion matters, right? I think it sounded amazing. Um, Freedom of speech means that my opinion, no matter how uneducated, matters, right? <laughs> Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. Appreciate it. Haven't heard you from you in a little while. Um, anyway, well, uh, yeah, so the XFL, I don't think it'll be a while before the players have any sort of power to actually do, like, 
try and do a movement in the in like a league that just started yesterday. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think it's still fun. I think it's awesome because this is kind of a lull in sports, you know, like um baseball's starting soon, but right now football's over, all the football's over, NBA's like headed towards all star break. And it's good to have some new sports in, don't you agree, Nestor? Yeah. And one one thing that um again I'm uneducated on the subject. I may be completely wrong. Isn't St. Louis one of the cities that uh has a got, team yeah. for the XFL? Yeah. That's that's fun because uh, the Rams a couple years ago uh, left St. Louis for L.A. Yes. Yeah. Los St. Angeles. Louis like, built like an entire like stadium for them. And, <laughs> and, and then they just like left. It. They're like, bye. And like. Now there's two L.A. I teams. I used to be from Missouri. Like when I was like. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I moved to Arkansas when I was like eight. Oh. Yeah. But. uh you know, St. Louis is a pretty cool city, and it made me sad that they lost their football team. I've been to St. Louis once. It's yeah, really the awesome. Arch is and the Arch is cool, actually yeah. worth it, worth uh-huh, going to. Yeah. Um, St. Every Louis time. is a great city. I think the Battle Hawks is their mascot. Oh, and they actually have an incredible art museum and, like, uh, zoo, too. Like, which really? really? Yeah, they're really good. The zoo's free, too. I think I went to the zoo. It's pretty dope. I've heard about the St. Louis it's pretty zoo. pretty cool. And the art museum... Very, very, it's very It's such cool. a chill little culture up there, too. Like, yeah. And their pizza, though, uh, is not good. I, I don't like St. Louis style pizza. I'll say um, that, yeah. I liked it at the time, but then the more I've thought about it, I mean, it's like, it's Provel or whatever, like yeah. the, the cheese they use, and it I, it's so fake. I know. It's like Velveeta, but, I mean, not even close. Like, enjoying St. Louis style pizza is just something you do. If you live in St. Louis. Yeah, it's like part of saying hey i'm from st louis i enjoy this kind of pizza Mm -hmm. but they make it so nobody else can like it so nobody also claims the title of st louisian if they're not from st louisian is that the is that what they call themselves st louisian well what else would they call themselves louisians louisian saint louisans actually i think i have heard that that might be the correct way to pronounce that it's actually a national pizza day do you know that is it actually yeah oh man Guess what I'm eating? Pizza? No, because I'm kind of lax with tall, and it'll get me like my tummy kind of rumbling. So <laughs> well, I'm uh, eating pizza. I'll skip out on that. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'm sure they have lactose-free pizza somewhere. That's disgusting. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. So yeah. I'll pass. Okay, deal. Um, what's next? Uh, is am I reading this right? Justin Bieber. Is that, okay. what that is that what we're talking about? Justin yeah, Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. So uh, you actually told When's me. When's the last this? time you heard the name Justin Bieber? Like, on any sort of national headline, except for, like, the one we're about to talk about. Honestly, Justin Bieber just kind of feels like a bad fever dream now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Like, it's just so bizarre. Like, I think he came back with that album, Purpose. I'm I'm really surprised Mm -hmm. I know the name of the album. But, uh, (laughs) came back with the album, Purpose, like, in 2016 or whatever, after, like, you know, peeing in a bucket and, like, drag racing in a neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. Doing a bunch of, you know, god-awful things for... You know, an 18-year-old anyway. But then he um, dropped that album and then kind of fell off the face of the planet again. He married some girl, Haley Baldwin. And then we hear now that he's been suffering from Lyme disease. Yeah, that is something. Didn't he make a documentary about that? Yes, he made a whole documentary about About suffering from Lyme disease. Not entirely about suffering from Lyme disease, Lyme disease but that's like at least 50% of it. Like, Yeah, like how do you get Lyme disease? <laughs> Yeah, that is oh, pretty funny. I mean, like, I didn't want to say it, but it was pretty funny. The audience knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is, I'm, I'm going to sound real stupid, but what is Lyme disease? Nestor? Well, like, you know ticks? Yeah. 
Those little buggers you get when you take a hike in the woods. Yeah, of course. And you come back suck home. Suck your blood. And they suck your blood. And then you like find them in like the worst places. Yeah, yeah like yeah, just yeah. the crevices of your body. Mm-hmm. There's just like a colony of, of ticks <laughs> after a long hike if you don't like prep up. Right, of course. Spray yourself and shit. Mm. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these buggers, they got diseases. And when they suck like, your blood, so they give you Justin that Bieber disease. Got like just completely annihilated. He just by got sucked colonies by and colonies and colonies of, of ticks. ticks. And these ticks all had Lyme disease. Where's he going in Southern California to get ticked on like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Ticked like, where on. did he get ticked on? Like, so I want to know so I can avoid this area that where even Justin Bieber can get ticked on and get Lyme disease. Like, <laughs> yeah, where is exactly. this happening? Lyme disease is serious, man. Like, I'm terrified of, of getting Lyme disease. Every time I go outside and there's a tree, I'm like, oh, hope no ticks follow me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even better headline, Justin Bieber has a mustache. He does? Yeah, full, full dad stash. Like, that's kind of terrifying. kind of huge. I saw it on SNL last night. I think he performed. He performed really? with, uh, you know, RuPaul? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, RuPaul was the host. Um, and uh, Justin Bieber performed his new song, Yummy, <laughs> which uh, we'll, might play for y'all later. I'm kidding. It's a god awful song. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. But anyway, he p- performed both of those, and he was looking rough, man. Yeah. No offense to Justin, but he was looking a little, a little off. But uh, well, I wish the our best hearts for him. go out. Yeah, to Justin Bieber. We hope, hope he, he gets through it. <clears throat> yeah, we hope he recovers from Lyme disease, horrible disease. Um, you know, don't spray yourself before you go out in the wild where there's ticks. Yep. And uh, they make off or something. Exclamation point. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's probably the best. Cure for Lyme disease, if I had to guess. Well, um, I'm sure he takes baths of it now. What's what's next? Well, I think next is reminding the audience who they're listening to. Uh, this is uh, KHDX yeah, 93.1 yeah. FM, and oh. this is uh, Nestor and Noah Tackle the Big Issues. Wow, it's already been half an hour, man. That's Running wild. right through it. I mean, we got here at 110. Yeah, much, so... so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, I think we've been talking a good bit. We yeah. have a lot to talk about. Yeah. How was your week, buddy? Oh man, classes are they're I they're not killing me. I'm just killing myself cuz I'm not like trying being diligent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you at least on time to your classes? Yeah, always on time. Just never really engaged. Engaged. Yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. It's um, difficult. It's difficult. I need to be because this is going to be one of the harder semesters of my young life. Yeah. Um <laughs> my 19 years. But uh yeah, so far so good. It's been a long week, but I'm relaxed, sitting here with my buddy. I actually have wearing like, my Merrells. A ton to do tonight for class. Yeah, do you want to study after this? Yeah, definitely. Sounds good. Um, would you guys want to have a segment where Noah and I just study for two straight hours? Yeah. And you sit there and listen. No music, because we no need music. to focus. <laughs> <laughs> you can just listen to our pages. Yeah. Changing. Now, yesterday we actually went to uh, where did we go to? Where did we? Oh, Cracker oh, Barrel. Yeah, yes. Last night was a good night, man. Yeah, we, it was we, a lot of fun. We didn't go out or anything, but we did go out ish with each other to Cracker Barrel at ten o'clock at night. And I kind of was hoping that we'd see like kind of the goofy, the goofy people that you'd see at like Walmart at three a.m. Because I feel like Cracker Barrel at ten p.m. could be equal to that. Like nobody goes to Cracker Barrel at ten p.m. except for some specific kind of people. No, but Which I think Cracker Barrel is such like a fine establishment that those types of people yeah. don't really show up as much as like the 
the very uh, clean-cut professional type that enjoys a good Cracker Barrel meal. Like us. Like and us. Nice biscuits yeah. and gravy. <laughs> um, Some chicken fried chicken. I mean, the only odd part was our host was wearing a Naruto headband in full uniform of Cracker Barrel. And that was, I mean... No, that actually, kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Kind of like, comforting, gave me some actually. Comfort, yeah. uh, confidence that we he were would safe. be quick and diligent. Yeah, yeah. And we were safe from anybody yeah. who wish us harm in Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Um, and actually, no. He, I, I think he's actually part of a national program to install, um, like Naruto type specialist to defend our uh, public establishment. <laughs> now, did Very you? Cool. You know those little peg things, right? The yeah. little triangle wood peg things that mm-hmm. you do on the table? Yeah. Only restaurant I've ever seen those in, right? Yeah, like, yeah. They're only a like Cracker thing, Barrel. Right? That's like yeah. their thing. Well, we tried them a couple times. and uh, It has a little thing that tells you uh, how smart you are based on how many of those pegs are left over. And it's like, what you get one left over, you're a genius. If you get like two and three, you're pretty smart. No, three, you're just plain dumb. No, but no. If, yeah, no. But, four is you're just plain dumb. No, three is you're just plain dumb. I know what I'm talking about, Nestor. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> three are just plain dumb. And then four or more. <laughs> I'm sorry I came at you like that, Nestor, okay? You're good. We're good? Yeah. All right. All right. Yo, thank you. <laughs> um, turns out we're a couple of egg no was it Egnoramuses? Yeah. Because we left five. No, I think we left more than that. We left <laughs> like, like seven. Six, like se- and there's like like 11 total <laughs> pegs. Yeah. Uh, and we were trying impressive. hard. I mean, I, I was sitting there focusing. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I felt pretty silly about that. Now, um, during our meal at Cracker Barrel, I think Noah actually uh, fell in love. Say, oh. <laughs> Would you like to tell us about that? Well, Yes. I fell in love with our waitress, Nestor. <laughs> her name was uh Oh oh can't say her name say her on name? public radio. But um she started with an S. But she was wonderful, Nestor. She was not only an amazing server, like she was great at her job, but she was also beautiful and also came and like she was like out of nowhere really. She was like, Hey guys, you wanna see me do a weird noise? I can make or whatever. Yeah. And we're like, uh, sure. And then she did what? What was it? Like, she ran her fingers down her lip. And like and made like, like a, a weird like bubbly sound. Like went up in like, like octave and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And then kind of just walked away. And my love grew deeper. <laughs> Immediately. Right? <laughs> I mean, you saw it. Yeah. I saw it. There's a connection there, man. She was at least 30, though. <laughs> I don't know if I... I don't know. Yeah, it's, but I'm definitely going back every Saturday at 10 p.m. And sitting... I don't care if y'all come with me or not, man. You know what I mean? Well, uh... <laughs> I think at one point I was like... I ordered hot sauce just so... <laughs> she could come bring it to us, right? Uh, really exposing myself here. And she wrote... Okay, she wrote... Okay, this is for real, though. Because she wrote, thank you... With an exclamation point and a smiley face, like, connected to the dots on the exclamation point, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she wrote she that on all our receipts. No. Yeah. She did? Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> well, never mind, man. Well, we left a great tip. We did. Yeah. Fantastic service. Down the cracker I gave her, like, a 50% tip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was $6. But. Yeah, that's true. 
Bought some candy too. Mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel's great. <laughs> you can shop after you shop. You know what I mean? Oh, let's, let's give it up for Cracker Barrel. For Cracker Barrel, for real. All right, what else we got? Um, I think it's time for the big issues, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Whip out our wheel, Nestor. It's actually not a wheel. It's a uh, a bingo cage. A bingo cage? Yeah. Oh, that we just bought at Walmart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do we have, like, does it come with the the bingo balls with numbers in it? Um, I'm about to find out. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, they, yep. It does. Yeah, awesome. Fancy. So, Oh, wait, these aren't balls. What are they? I'm not sure. They are balls. <laughs> Here, let me number these off wait, real quick. No, grab those balls. Where? where? My balls. Down there. Grab your my balls, balls. Grab them? Yeah, grab those balls. Here, my toss balls. them under the table. Toss your balls on the table. Okay. Will they reach? Here. Yeah, let's find out. Ball secured. Ball secured. All right. They're, they don't come with numbers, man. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Where are the numbers they at? They definitely oh, do. They do. Like big numbers. Yeah. Why'd you just give me one ball? Well, they're coming. <laughs> Take your time. Take some effort here, man. I'm sorry. I'd like a little respect, huh? All right, Nestor. You'll get my respect. Do, I, do you want me to match? In 35? Do you want me to... These are like completely random numbers, so... Do you know how one of these works? You put all the balls in. And then you spin it around, yeah. And then you reach in the little handhole and you grab one of the balls, and then we match it to this. Well, um, hold on a second. In the meantime, <laughs> we will be playing some smooth jazz. <laughs> you got some smooth jazz? Yeah, on I have deck? a record. Yeah. Oh. So give Hit me us. a second. Maybe should have done this uh, an hour ago. Here, can you give me a few more?
It's Wait. time for the big issues, 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 issues. All right, so we got a little, uh, what is this, a ball cage? Bingo. We already said it. Bingo cage. Yeah. And for we, bingo. And uh, we assigned some balls to some big issues to pick at random. So. And then we're going to talk about them and hopefully uh, come up with a couple gems, you know? Spin. Just spitball a bit till we get to a conclusion. Spin that bingo cage. Oh, we got one. Oh, it flew out? Nah, it's right here. Oh. I got it. <laughs> I didn't realize it flew out of the cage. Was it? It's uh, B7. So B7. now what's B7? Cats versus dogs. Nestor, cats or dogs? I like dogs a lot. Would you like to expand? No. All right. right. <laughs> um, I think it I think, I think it just kind of explains itself. I like dogs. I think you just got to like match it to who, you know, the person. Yeah. I think if you... Not, neither is better than the other. Well, yeah. Some are just it's better just for that, other people. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I like dogs. Do, why do you like dogs? Are you an active person? Would you say that dogs are more active animals? Yeah, I'd are say dogs too more active. lethargic? That, yeah. Okay. Dogs just like... They just seem cooler, man. I think in defense of cats. First of all, cats are cute. Mm-hmm. Kittens are. I like kittens. Yeah, kittens and are adorable. Cats are, they're cute. They're great. And also, I just think that if you are able to build a real connection with the cat, like it is all the more rewarding compared to like the immediate connection you build with the dog. Like it's so easy for yeah. a dog to like you because that's what like that's like just how they're wired, man. They just love you. Yeah, that's what's great about but cats them. are like just chilling by themselves. They're like you, you know you can come over here and like like hang out if you want, but like I might walk away, I might scratch you, I might hiss at you. I'm unpredictable. And you're like, dang, I'm kind of vibing with that. So, you know what I mean? Like, cats are cool. So, you like the uh, disinterest that cats show. I just want to disagree with you, really. So, okay. I, I'm going to go cats. Are you, like, into that when someone's like, uh, I don't really, uh, just fuck off. Oh! Did you say frig off? I said frig off, yeah. Cats can frig off, is that what you said? Oh, I'm just saying, one. like, we got two. Is that what you like? Like, do you just like that they don't like you? No, I think, okay, if there's a cat that'll never like me, I'm like, dang, this is kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of depressing. Like, I'll throw them outside and they can bring me a squirrel every once in a while. That'll be our relationship. But if there's a cat that's like ready to, you know, hang out, yeah. and then you get closer with them, and then the cat like comes to, like, chooses you as to love, you know? Yeah. Like, cats don't choose everybody. You know what I mean? So you like the 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 like my the dog, challenge. Of I have a it dog almost. named Batman, right? Yeah. You, have you met? You haven't met Batman? I don't think so. Yeah, you yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. Big black collab. Mm-hmm. He just jumps on everybody, no matter who you are, what you look like, how tall you are, how small you are. He'll jump on a newborn baby if he wants to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, he's just he's ready to to get petted at all times. But the, but then I have this cat named Dandy. Yeah. Dandelion. And she's just laying in a little circle in a little ball yeah. around the couch. And then if you go pet her, it's no guarantee that she's gonna be fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, so you just like I don't the, really know where yeah. I'm going with this, but I like cats. Okay, yeah, I mean cats are cool. Yeah, but dogs are the best. Yeah. Um, what's what do we got next on the big issues? 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 All right, B six is evolution real? Yes. yes. All right, next what do we got. Um, B1. Oh, this one's a heavy one. Nestor. Mm-hmm. Is God real? Okay, so first of all, what is God? 
I think that's the question. Yeah. Now, I think that there's a uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different ideas about what is God, but there's probably a lot of uh, similarities between those ideas that we can kind of uh, hodgepodge together just to get a more clear conception. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, hodgepodge. Yeah, it's a, it's a new vocabulary word for you. Mm-hmm. Last week was uh, wrongheaded. Wrongheaded. This now week, it's hodgepodge. Um, is that hyphenated or one word? I think it's one word. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, and so there's some uh, characteristics you can like say that's God. So, um, there's prob- there's a Judeo Christian God that's. Uh, well, what are you, what are you, what are you I, looking I, for? I don't know. No, no, you got okay, it. Okay, wait. There's no wrong here. There's no wrong in this debate. Yeah. I mean, there is, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, no. I okay. do not believe in God as you as people normally imagine God, as in like a figure as that a is single external figure. to us. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's ways to uh, understand the world. Um in a sort of metaphysical way that is analogous maybe to mm-hmm, God, mm-hmm. right? That maybe, um, like you think God, spirituality is a universal I think spirituality thing. is viable. Okay. Uh, I think that, uh, um, now for those who don't know what viable means, can you hit them I with think, the definition? I think everyone here knows what viable means. Uh, I was talking about me, Nestor. Okay. <laughs> um, that can work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I understand now. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Um, Stop rolling the balls around. <laughs> Dude, why won't you let me play with my balls? <laughs> um, we shouldn't have laughed at that, buddy. All right, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> they did a little switcheroo there. They um, were a little confused as all. <laughs> what were you, you talking like, Metaphysical, find, spiritual, I'm, I'm saying, viable. Like, okay. Like, maybe God isn't, like, a single external figure that, like, has all these uh, human-like characteristics. Like, we normally imagine it. And from a Judeo-Christian uh, or Abrahamic standpoint, that I don't think there's a God like that. Yeah. Right? Okay. But maybe in the sense that everything, that there is a single foundation, a sort of absolute reality, that might make some sort of sense. Yeah. That there is God in the, um, oh, what do you call them? Um, God in the... Like... There are small systems, and those systems uh, give rise to. Um, I wish I was following. I wish I could jump in with the exact answer you're looking emergent for. Emergent properties. Emergent properties. Yeah. Okay. So that, like, the constituent um, objects or things of a, a larger whole mm-hmm. have certain uh, characteristics or um, certain, uh, you know, attributes. Okay. And the uh, the whole isn't necessarily made up only of those things. That from those small um, things, uh, the whole actually has more. That made no sense. <laughs> I think I get it. Somebody out there's like, like dude, like really vibing with like, this. Just like, yes, Nestor. Like he's got he just got Preach, a head rush from that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I get the emergent properties, but, but gods really in the empty spaces in between the systems, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some dude's like totally Speak just, on it, Nestor. Speak. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you say no, but you're open. Do, so do you think there's an afterlife? Better question. Um, Which I don't think it makes nobody sense. Nobody can be like, I mean, nobody can like be like, yeah, I have 
evidence, but you know, it's a belief yeah. thing. But do you believe or are hopeful that there is one? I mean, I'm not entirely sure it even makes sense to talk about what comes after, like what is after. It's just a troubling conversation because, well, the answer is that what's after everything or what's after it ends. It's, um, there isn't. Yeah. There won't be. It's just a concept. Like not not how, necessarily nothing or something. It's just... Like how the Christian it God doesn't is, make sense. is both the beginning like it, and the end. It's hard to... It's a concept that we can't what come, possibly conceive. What came conceive. before or what was before, yeah. there, there wasn't. I, our time, our process of time does not yeah. exist in that sort of concept. Yeah, like our, so it's hard to talk about something like that, I think. Yeah, so I guess we chose a really good big issue for this yeah. episode, huh? Um, one that we can't talk about. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so personally for me, I have a Christian background in my mm-hmm. family and stuff, so I personally believe God is real. But mm-hmm. um, I think that uh, at, the, at the very end of the day, it just kind of stems from a belief more than anything that we can necessarily, you know, try and argue with with somebody that doesn't have the same belief. It's just... It's not like politics where at least there's like a little bit of backing evidence and like, or like, um, I guess some sort of thing you can trace back to, to represent whatever you're trying to argue, right? Mm-hmm. That can maybe provide some, some much, much needed um, supportive information. Like, I just know that that's what I believe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for me, yeah, there is a God. Mm-hmm. You know? There's a divine figure. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I feel feel like I could be a lot more well versed in the other religions, yeah. just to get an idea of maybe the consistencies and the similarities between my own and their and theirs, and see that maybe they're really not all that different. Yeah, because I, I would be hopeful that they're not. You know what I mean? It's well, like I think a, that most every religion has about the same um, like moral ideas, almost. You know, killing is wrong, and. And these acts against others, you know, treat everyone else basically the way Except you... Except for like Satanists. <laughs> well, actually, even them, they've got, like, kind of a... If you read about, um, like, I don't know, certain people that call themselves atheists, it's a lot less, like, yeah, I like evil, ha, and more just, like... Um, I'm, I'm playing with the round Bingo thingy. cage. There's more like what? Well, there's... <laughs> Different kinds of saying this, first of all. Yeah. There's what's, atheistic what's the coolest kind? And then there's saying this who are like, yeah, saying's real. And which we ones, like him. Which ones do they all draw the little upside down star in the circle and like Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm vibe not... with some candles and stuff, <laughs> yeah. like some incense around a circle, you know? I think that's my idea of Yeah. I think that's about well, again, what do idea, I know? but like I think there's more nuance to that movement, which I'm not privy to. I think it's time to move on from this God is real and yeah. move on to our fourth big Well, actually, issue. I did want to talk to you more about um, what you think the nature of your God is. Oh, boy. Because I, I think I gave a pretty uh, confused, long rambling, but still... Oh, you want me to match your rambling sincere, with the rambling of my own? Yeah, explanation of what, what I think God is. Can you reciprocate with one? Well, with the Christian background, I feel like that's pretty explanatory of what yeah. I believe God is. He's God, Jesus Christ, the Savior, sent His only Son, and all that stuff, you know? Okay. And um, mostly now, I think my biggest challenge for me mm-hmm. is just becoming more engaged, not with God Himself, but the, the, um, the lifestyle 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like living like, a, you know, a person who has that belief, you know, that there's a certain, not a certain way they need to live, but there's a certain way that I'm not living. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like my lifestyle doesn't exactly represent all my beliefs. You know what I mean? Not yeah. to say that I have a bad lifestyle. That sounded <laughs> like I'm doing Justin so Bieber Noah stuff. Noah is but, um, uh, a horrible person I have who line. lives uh, in fear of God is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, I didn't even know that about myself. <laughs> I guess we're figuring it out today. Anyway, I really don't want to. Well, anyways, go uh, on a long convoluted. Yeah. Anyway, well, good but, luck on your journey with uh, religion and spirituality. Thank you, Nestor. So supportive. Hit me with the next big issue. Okay, that took him longer than it should have. Thank you, Bingo Cage. B eleven. The Hendrix Village. Oh man, the Hendrix Village is so weird. Yeah, it is weird, dude. I <laughs> I walk out there a lot just because you know I love we're nature active. and stuff. We're oh, at, yeah, we're we active. started running uh, at six a.m. I mean, can I get a round of applause for us being fit? That's right. We start. Ooh. Thank you, audience. Whoa. Yeah, we run like <laughs> a mile and a half. Like not just a mile. We split that in half and add it to the end, man. Yeah. And we only take, like, three or four water breaks in between, dude. Yeah, and, like, I'm not going to lie, it's pretty quick. It's like yeah. a 12-minute like mile. It's like a fat minute. Yeah, it's yeah. a 12-minute. I mean, hey, that's better than at least 50% of the population. Yeah, I bet so, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. That well, has I mean, to be a fact. What matters is that we're putting in the effort. Yeah. Right? I think by next week we can get it down to three. <laughs> what do you think? Um... Well, we'll we'll see when we get there, but yeah, we've been doing that, and we go to the village a lot. We yeah. run through there and oh, then yeah, go to the preserve. About. Yeah, and the village just feels like um, like a movie set. It doesn't seem like a place where people actually live. Which was, and honestly, I'm not sure that a lot of people actually live there. Yeah, it, they seem mostly barren at this point. Yeah, I think it's because they're so dang expensive. Honestly, <laughs> like super expensive. And like, who would want to live in uh, across at Hendrix Campus? Truman, Truman uh, Show type, type village type. S- speaking of Truman Show, I heard Nestor. Now this is not a fact, but it it, it is cool if it's true, and, and we could definitely look it up. Mm. But I heard that the Hendrix Village uh, design air of the aesthetic, like the architecture yeah. guy, the architect of it, <clears throat> this is the same guy, same fellow who designed the uh, Truman Show set. What do you that th- makes I mean, sense. It kind of, and we know we're always thinking like, this doesn't look, it looks like oh. Nuketown from and Call of Duty. for those of you like, who don't know real. what the Hendrix Village is, I don't know, because maybe you're like Noah's mom or something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, for those Mom. of you who don't know, he the Hendrix Village is like a, a Hendrix developed like residential area. Not even for Hendrix students or anything. It's for like for like a bunch of faculty live over there, and, and then, then like people, random folk. Yeah, just like live there. Um, yeah, and we, I mean, we always thought it kind of looked kind of unreal and very like disconnected and like yeah, fake, like fake. a movie set. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's about. I mean, it's by Design, the same guy that yeah. designed the movie about a movie set in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Great I don't know. Movie, that place just gives me the creeps. 
Yeah, um, you ever going to live there, though? I'm definitely moving there after college. <laughs> what do you think? Um, yeah, sure. You want to go buy in on the house? <laughs> Live in his storage room. Live in his little storage room. Okay, I guess we got one more. Yeah? No, no. we got two more. Okay. Oh, got it. And it is N35. Ooh. Oh, is hunting, hunting, the act of hunting, Yeah. morally good or evil? Nestor. Oh, shot start. Oh, um, I don't care. Okay. Have you hunted before? No, never. Not once. Not once. So, okay. But I have yeah. a few times. When I was younger, I just got my hunting license this year. Yeah. Uh, so I plan on doing it again. And so I've murked a few animals. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, casually. Yeah, um, just drive by on them? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. On a four-wheeler. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually against the law. To drive and shoot? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. Okay, well, um, I'm still going to have to report you, so after this show, we might not see you again, and this will just be Nestor, Nestor tackles, tackles the big issues. issues. I think that might be better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but personally, I think, uh, like, I took the Hunter's Education course, mm-hmm. which was a doozy. I'll tell you what, man. Six hours. I was sitting there on my phone. Six hours. I had to wait, like, 50 seconds a slide. Like, they wouldn't let you pass each slide, and they're, like, mm-hmm. 30 slides per section and, like, 10 sections per, like, uh, topic or whatever. Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway, I did that whole thing, and they kind of defended hunting in a pretty good way. I mean, they, they were like, you know, be respectful of uh, of non-hunters. Yeah. Don't be, like, flashing your bloody animals all in the back. <laughs> you know, the goal yeah. is... In terms of like science, not be not if you talk to a hunter, they're like, Yeah, it's so fun, like I love it, blah blah yeah. blah. Which, you know, to a certain extent it is. Yeah. But I think the the main goal, the main like for like good, respectful hunters is to protect the population. And like that's why they have seasons. I thought it was to eat it. Well that's the that's like an, a bonus. Okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's probably the main motivation i but mean it helps the, that it protects the population for the organization don't allow them to like over uh yeah. overpopulation overpopulate and then like consume all the the leaves and i'm just and talking about deer eat, for know? deer mostly like yeah. deer is the ones i think that the like that's why the specific seasons you know it's yeah. only for a couple months and if it was all year long mm-hmm. i mean bye bye deer yeah so at least they're doing that but in terms of like bare bone moral i think it's I was about to say natural, but I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. So, but I don't think it's morally evil. I mean, yeah, me neither. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Oh, good. Yeah. Perfect. I was I was actually going to say the exact same, uh, same thing you were saying. Really? Yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, helps think so much the population. Alike, dude. And, uh, yeah. I don't as really long see as you're not being, like, overly gross. Yeah, and, and you got to be, like you know, respectful of the fact that, you know, they're living, feeling things, but, make it quick. You know, it goes both ways. The non-hunters need to be respectful of, yeah, of course. actual hunters. Mm-hmm. We know a few. I President actually, Martin is a hunter, and he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Shout Crane out to Creighton. A great person. Um, Loves hunting. Yes. He's he actually a, made us some deer one time. Yeah. From uh, I mean, deer if you he can, killed. And wow. How prideful must it be to sit there and cook a beautiful meal was something that you murdered i know it's just wrong so word beautiful. not murdered yeah i killed got got obtained, <laughs> obtained from the earth slaughtered 
maimed. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, uh, last one. Dude, I'm just grinding to get XP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to kill enough beer to level up. <laughs> I had to start off killing bunnies. Right. Open these crates, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, I just need to get to that level so I can beat this dungeon called college. <laughs> uh, All right, last last big issue, big issue, big issue is B12. B12? What is that one? Oh, Nestor. Our mm-hmm. favorite. I was looking forward to it. I was hoping you'd have this one. Yeah. Favorite movies. Oh, fun. I mean, do you have a favorite movie? No, because I think having favorite things is stupid. Okay. Well, my favorite movies are. Uh, I'm just kidding. Do, do you uh, really though? You don't. You would think that. I mean, you don't I mean have one? like, why say that one movie is your favorite? There's a lot of great movies. Well, I think. I mean, favorite lists aren't permanent. I guess so. Like, okay. Well, give me like if you there's could pick... movies that I like more than others. And there's movies that I like in one way more than others, but not okay. necessarily in all ways. For the first time, I want you to really think about it. If you could pick one movie, mm-hmm. okay, that you could really just watch and never get tired of, like for the rest of your life. You don't have to watch it all the time, but there's a movie that, you know, you, you maybe like know every line and like it may get boring because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you'll never get tired of it like you love the movie. Like, what? give me one. Pulp Fiction. Really? I'm basic. Yeah. I, I respect that. That's I like my just, number two, I would say. I think it's mostly just because that's like one of the first movies I really, really just loved. And it's, I mean, and even now, like at the time, that was like the hottest thing ever. Because, Were you around at the time? Oh, absolutely How old not. are you, Noah? I'm, um, I'm turning 34 this August. Oh, okay. I thought you were actually a little bit older. Oh, really? Sense, yeah. Okay. Do I look older? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you Thanks, actually man. got a little like a uh, bot spot up there. Really? Yeah. There's a little gray on my yeah, a roots. Thinning. A little thinning is all it is. <laughs> this hair ain't thinning, Nestor. <laughs> um, Pulp Fiction, yeah, at the time it was like pretty revolutionary. Yeah. And it still holds up, man. There's not a movie like that other than a Tarantino movie, honestly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Tarantino's the only one who makes a movie like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say Pulp Fiction's number two. My favorite movie of all time. And it's not even like it's like the most well-made or like like technologically revolutionary like pulp fiction or the matrix or you know inception or whatever but i just think it's a good classy movie it's about music it's about life it's about love and La it's La like Land? <laughs> no not that one oh, okay. it's not I, mean, a mus- I like that movie it's a good movie it's not yeah. a musical though it's you ever heard of high fidelity high fidelity um recap some of the plot for me some of the plot yeah okay well it's you know john cusack oh by the way uh plot spoiler warnings or whatever for people who haven't seen what's it called <laughs> high fidelity i don't think anybody's gonna see it after okay well don't worry about it <clears throat> i won't go into spoilers john cusack you know that is yeah you know that yeah okay. john cusack and his sister's actually in it they, really? they love to do movies together yeah. yeah um uh john and joan anyway well it's john about and joan it's about a. Uh, it's based on a book, yeah. which I need to read, but I don't read books. I only watch the movie versions. Um, but anyway, it's about a guy named uh, what's his name? Crap. Rob. Rob, Rob Gordon. 
And it's actually, fun fact, uh, Jack Black's first Oh, role. wait, is this the guy who's the assassin and, like, No, goes, that's Gross oh, Point Blank. Never mind. That's also a good movie. I love that movie. This is Jack, Black, Jack Black's breakout role was in High Fidelity. Uh-huh. And, um, anyway, so it's about Rob Gordon. He owns a record shop yeah. in uh, late 90s um, Chicago, downtown yeah. Chicago. Early 90s downtown down Chicago. And um, he just got out of a breakup. And the whole theme of the movie is that he kind of breaks the fourth wall and like talks to you about uh. all his issues. Like he, in the middle of a conversation, he'll just look at the camera and start talking and stuff. And then, but an all, another theme, another motif, a word, <laughs> a word I learned in intro to film last semester, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, he loves top five lists. And the whole movie is about his top five worst breakups of all time. Uh. And then in the middle, he goes, you know, top five records or top five things to do on a Monday morning. Yeah. You know, like, anyway, it's it's really just a fun movie and kind of like, like, um, I guess I enjoy movies that are super relatable on a super, like, realistic standpoint, like, nothing over the top. I think yeah. those movies are kind of nice every once in a while. Well, we're talking a while, but... Uh, yeah, well, you <clears> just <throat> explained the plot of High Fidelity for four minutes. I did? But hey, taking up some time today. a lot, Yeah. But uh, thank you for that. I might have to watch that. Yeah. You want to watch it tonight? Uh, Sure. But, uh, okay. (laughs) Going back on movies we like. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Well, recently we actually watched a movie called Akira. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's an anime movie from, like, the 80s. But it's dope as bleep. Bleep. Uh, (laughs) Um, What's it about, Nestor? Well, it's, like, about, like, the cyberpunk uh, futuristic Tokyo, or, like, Neo-Tokyo. Also, like, to add, it's Japanese anime. Yeah. And it's um, from the 1981, I think, was the year. Something like that. Yeah, go ahead, though. But it's, like, in 2020... So oh, is it shat- Yeah, it is. It's oh, 2020. So cool. Yeah, because okay. it's going to be the 2020 they, Olympics. That's why they put it on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um... You know, some stuff happens. Like, this kid has powers, and this other dude gets powers, and, like, what cyberpunk kind of stuff. Dude, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. I lied when I said we watched it a while ago. It was, like, it was like a, a little more than a while ago. ago. Um, but still memorable. Great movie. Love that movie. I think uh, it for people who've seen Chronicle, a found footage movie of, like, I think Chronicle actually took inspiration from Akira. Right, yeah. yeah. They took some of the plot from... And not you know some who of the, else? They didn't take it, but they were inspired. Yeah. yeah. You know who else got inspiration from Akira? Who? Kanye West. No, he did not. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What did he, he do? How? I don't know. He just said, like, yeah, that movie's super inspirational for me, and I was like, ah, I bet. Wow, so he must have gotten inspiration from it. Yeah, totally. He probably... <laughs> <laughs> probably used it on one of his albums. Um, okay. Do we have any more big issues? Um, I don't think so. I oh, think it's actually time I for a I, break. All right, that was a little music. What should we call that? Best songs of the week. Songs of the week. Favorite songs of the week. Oh wait, I don't like favorites. Oh yeah, song. Uh, pretty good songs of the week. Like all right, song of like, the week. Yeah, perfect. Um, now we're gonna get into what we call our sponsor break. Okay, so this week we are sponsored by uh, Coco Colon Coffee Company. Now, what does Coco Colon Coffee Company do, Noah? Well, they specialize in um, personalizable, customizable, custom fit coffee enemas for those who just can't get enough. Of yeah, I think their bean. tagline is "Elevate your mind from, from your, your behind. behind." 
So it's a really great company uh, based on some very sound um, research. Research that putting coffee up your uh, your rear end actually has a lot more benefits than drinking it the uh, the other way around. And they, it comes in a variety of roasts, roasts, uh-huh. roasts. Yeah. Um, sorry, I had a little trouble with roasts. Oh, you're good. Um, there's there's light, mild. medium, dark, extra dark, and then just the plain, like pitch black. Like, yeah, it's called it's called noir. Yeah. The darkest one. <laughs> Noir. And for Noir the ones who roast. are really uh, hardcore and uh, really like that feeling of uh, dark, silky, bean-infused water mm-hmm. sneaking up their crevices. I promise you, if you like it down your mouth, then you'll, you'll like love it, even it more. down the other way. Exactly. Um, believe it or not, Nestor, we have the owner of Coffee Cocoa Company, colon, here today, don't we? Oh, we do? Yes. He, he's well, right here. Well, let's put him on and see what he has to say about his uh, company. Howdy, I'm Aiden. I'm the owner of Coco Coffee Colon Company, and I'm here to talk to you about my coffee enemas. Now, enemas date back to at least the Egyptians, ancient Egypt time. And uh, the way I see it, if it's had health benefits since then, how bad could it be to use coffee to energize you from your behind. So, uh, you know, uh, Cocoa Coffee Colon Company, we, uh, the only thing we care about is integrity because here at Coffee Colon Cocoa Company, uh, we uh, take our voices seriously. We don't fake accents ever. And uh, yeah, so come on down to Colon Coffee Company Cocoa. Give me your money. That's just well, amazing, Aiden. Yeah. Thank you for Thank being you here Thank you so much for that. Um, it's really inspirational, your story, your whole the whole way you got here. and um, The company's been here since Egyptian times. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's and incredible. It's from generation to generation. Is there anything else you'd like to tell um, your audience and potential, uh, potential customers? Elevate your mind from your behind. Of applause. Was that the same person? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he just had one too many coffee enemas, is all. But round of applause (laughs) for Aiden and his uh, fantastic company, um, startup. Startup. Yeah. Oh. Oh. um, (laughs) Everybody, give it up for for Aiden and Coffee Co. Company Coco. Colon. Okay, awesome. Now this next, we're going to try this again, okay? Had a little trouble getting off the ground last week. We want to do vibes and waves. Just Isn't that right, more time, yeah. We went to another flea market, and we got more records for you. Woo. Yeah. What did we get, Nestor? Um, well, one of which, uh, one of the albums we got was uh, Billy Preston's um, Behold. Behold. I think that's, like, he's, he's mostly an R&B singer. Yeah. This is his only one gospel Album and you can't find it anywhere except for right here on yeah, Nestor. I was no, really title excited to find that. Um, oh, by the way, you're listening to KHDX, Conway FM, Conway, Arkansas, 93.1. Uh, this is Nestor. No, attack of the biggest shoes. While Nestor tries not to completely destroy Hendrix property in the booth, um, I'm gonna play a little loop below. Hold on a second. 
Okay. Today I'm going to play. I'm giving my life to Christ. By who? By Billy Preston. Huh? Turn it on. best one we got Nestor we don't have time for this why, why can't we do it our mic wasn't even on wow wow well uh while Nestor tries to get us set up and so we can do this dang segment that at this point isn't even worth it anymore uh we're gonna play a song from Nestor's color playlist called blue which has a promise no genre discrepancy um this one's called put a flower in your pocket by the arcs. That was uh, Put a Flower in Your Pocket by The Arcs. Now, I heard him say in the song, Nestor, in the chorus, multiple times, a man's best friend will bite you just for fun. Cats are better. Just to settle the argument right there. Well, he never really specified which one is uh, man's best friend. Okay, well, I think we all know man's best friend is a dog. Well, I think that the argument is invalid because the very premise of it is based on man's Best friend, and I think that okay. we should just say Shoot. humankind's best friend. You're right. So uh, Human's best friend. Yeah. Well, then that's the Ark's fault for being so insensitive. <laughs> um, well, okay, so I was thinking earlier when we were listening to Mac Miller, mm-hmm. rest in peace, right? Yeah. Um, not that you would disagree with that. Rest in peace, of right? Course, like yeah. Rest in peace, obviously. Yeah. Um, love that guy. But uh, we're talking about post-mortem album releases, because the one we played was from his... Post-mortem, post-mortem album, album release. Yeah. Um, and what do you think about those nests? Like, what, I mean, there ha- there's been quite a few recently. It's weird that there's uh, this piece of art that came out that isn't entirely, um, wasn't entirely planned or created by the person whose voice they was using. Yeah. Like, he came up with the songs, of course, uh, and recorded parts of them. But it wasn't a finished product. Like for the Mac Miller specific song, right? Most of it was vocals, and then his producer came in and added the beats that yeah felt he felt would fit. And it they do fit. It was a good album. Yeah, and those uh, those beats I feel like uh, are a natural continuation of the direction he was going before he had died. And it's just it's fortunate for Mac Miller fans who I think have had the best he's had the best postmortem album like the most like yeah. concise and like well planned and like Respectful. morally motivated yeah um album release since he passed away uh was that 2 years ago almost uh, i think it was 2018 
This, November 28th, December 2018. Or something yeah. Like okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... W- the postmortem album releases we're talking about, besides Mac Miller, obviously um, that of XXX Tentacion <laughs> and um, Lil Peep, neither of which I, I listen to much of, um, but I do know that their postmortem album releases, even for fans, were just lackluster, yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, you know, it, it if you're going to do a postmortem album release, you better be sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, right? Yeah. And not, I don't know her personally. I don't know Mrs. XXX Tentacion, his mom. Yeah. I don't know her very well. But from what I saw of the way that she handled like his death with like all the merch and yeah. the, the album coming out that wasn't good, that sounded very thrown together, you know, she was not in the right motivation for any of that. You know, she didn't do him justice. Yeah, exactly. Um I but feel f- there are ways to do it right. And there's some ways that just aren't respectful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. do you think Mac Miller's was respectful? I think so. I think it was. Yeah. I think they did a good job. His mm-hmm. family had a lot of influence yeah. on the the album. And Mac Miller was probably very close to get, you know, at least had a direction for the album. Yeah. So I guess that's fortunate. Mm-hmm. But if you're not in like a perfect position, that's not even, obviously it's not a perfect position because he passed away. And yeah. you would love love for him to finish it. But um, if you're not in a position where you're fortunate enough to to have at least an idea of what they would have wanted for their album if they were alive to make it, if you're not in that position like XXX Tentacion's family or Lil Peep's family, then just don't do it. Yeah. Nobody needs mm-hmm. that. You know? Nobody wants that. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just my little soapbox. Um, okay. Well, what else, bud? Um, Anything else you wanna you wanna throw out there to our audience because we're kind of wrapping up here, aren't we? Well, I'd like to just talk for a minute about the uh, Thunky game. Oh, oh yeah, you mean this? Heck, you got me. Oh, I got you again. Yeah. <laughs> so the, for those, how, of, how did I get you? <laughs> I mean, you just like put it under the desk, and I was like, oh, I wonder what he's got under the desk, and I looked under there, and. And there was Lo and a, behold, you got thoinkied, man. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what thoinkied means, um, I, when I looked under the desk, what I saw was... Oh, you want me to tell him? Yeah. It was uh, the upside down okay sign, which is the, the um, universal symbol for, for like, shame. Yeah, yeah. You're you know like, I mean? throw that symbol under your, like, hip, I think. Hip yeah, line. if you want to absolutely destroy your opponents... <laughs> Thoinkium. Yeah, and then like you try to make them look at it. Yeah, and you have to ask to be under your hip, and if they look, like if they look like next to it, it doesn't count. And what you try to do, because I get you literally every day at this point, I think we yeah. have a streak going. Um, <laughs> you try and poke it. Yeah. If you stick, your I try finger, to poke it without looking at it. Yeah, you can, which is very hard. Yeah. You try to stick your finger through the little okay hole. I've never gotten. I've gotten close to it. And at this point, dude, like I'm thinking that. All this buildup for you getting me one day, like you've gotten yeah. close a few times. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna catch me, and then then what'll happen? I, I think the simulation will just dissolve, and I'll wake up. Like our reality will completely just disintegrate yeah, around us. Exactly. Wow. Like because we shouldn't. Have it's taken never that happened, pill. and at this point, it's the only thing that can happen. I just think your power is too immense to mm-hmm. 
take for so, granted. So if you see the universe just start dissolving around you, what happened was I got the thoinky. I, I managed to poke <laughs> the hole that Noah formed with his fingers. <laughs> if your reality ends as you know it. Yeah, it's, just it's my bad. I, I got yeah. got instead. <laughs> Nestor came back. Yeah. Um, well, cool. So vibes and waves was kind of a bust. Kind of a bust once again. They don't want us to do vibes and waves. Yeah, we they were don't locked out Nestor. again today. Huh? We were locked out of the booth today again. Look, I'm starting to wonder if they're trying to sabotage us over here, man. I would not be surprised. Because, first of all, there's a camera in here with us, and it's watching us and everything we do. At all times. Good thing they can't hear us right now. Yeah, because we got our, uh, our hands around the microphone. You see, we saw 2001 The Space Odyssey and the part where the machine reads their lips. We learned from that. Yeah, now we're better for it. Mm -hmm. So we are going to play some of our favorite songs. Are we? Yeah, I think so. And thanks for tuning in. We're about to tune out, and you can catch these waves. Hey, just a reminder. You've been listening to KHDX-FM, Conway, Arkansas, 93.1. And this has been Nestor and Noah Tackle the Big Issues. Feel free to check out the podcast on Spotify. I mean, it'll be the same thing as what we've been doing the last two yeah. hours. But and we appreciate it. And also, we also have the Instagram. Yep. That um, we'll be posting on after the show. The underscore big underscore issues. issues. Yep. Oh, I forgot to mention. What? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so apparently there's, there, an email went out saying that apparently Senate elections are going to happen soon. Oh! So oh. I'm going to probably run because the way I see it, you know, from the national, uh, you know, dialogue and election and all that stuff, anyone can be president <laughs> of anything with absolutely no qualifications. It's totally cool. So I'm going to give that a go. I think what we really need is someone that has absolutely no experience in our student senate. That will solve the hey, problem. how many presidential candidates have a radio show, Nestor? Uh, none. Zero. Actually, Zilch. Zilch. So um, we actually don't know that, but... I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. But Nestor, so you've officially announced your candidacy for Hendricks president of 2020? Yeah, and I'm not even talking about student senate president. I'm talking about president of the college. Of the college? Yeah. Oh, there's a job open right now, Nestor. Do you know that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you've heard it here first. Nestor 2020. Posters will be coming up soon. Hey, I know we're on the air right now, but we should post that on our Instagram page. So check it out. Follow us.